I realized that I can offer something really unique because of the fact that I'm not there yet. Welcome to Reps and Redemption, a podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and build strength from the inside out. Hey there, mama. I know you long to find the joy in all the things homemaking and motherhood while showing your kids that you don't have to give up on yourself, your goals, or your desired quiet time with Jesus just to be a good mom. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete, wife, homeschooling, faith-filled homemaker, mom of four, nutrition and strength training coach. If you're ready to take control of your health, lose fat, build muscle and faith, you're in the right place. Grab that iced coffee and let's dive in. Hey there. Welcome back to Reps and Redemption. I have a special guest here today. Her name is Sally Marrier. Hey, Sally. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited. We were chatting for a few before our interview here, and she's going to share with us her journey to becoming a personal trainer and also how God has used health in her life to kind of redeem some things in her own personal health journey. So Sally, introduce yourself and you can just go ahead and jump into your story because I know it's pretty meaty and I (laughs) loved hearing it. I actually stopped her when we were talking pre-interview and I was like, I want all of it. Just give me all of it. So (laughs) here we go. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm honored to be here today and I'm really um, excited to share uh, my story. Um, I am a a mom of two girls and I am a Christian, a strong Christian, and I am um, by day a healthcare consultant. I help people with their uh, data uh, and all those things during the day. But uh, my side gig is, um, as Ashley mentioned, is being a personal trainer and that's probably one of my biggest passions is fitness and, and, and helping others. So, um, I'll just kind of dive into kind of a little bit of my background, but I, I was always kind of what you would call the chubby kid. I've been overweight, um, probably most of my life. Um, I had maybe flashes of athleticism in high school when I was in some sports and that kind of thing. Um, I've always enjoyed playing tennis, but my weight has been at best a yo-yo, uh, sort of, um, journey, but, um, in 2016, 2017, I was kind of at what I would call my all-time high weight and low mental health. I was sort of facing this mountain again of losing weight and I just couldn't face it. I was just so tired of it. I, I was sick all the time. I was, uh, at the doctor's office and she, you know, looked me in the face and she said, you know, you're not fooling anybody you know, you, you, you're not making good choices and, and your health is being affected and your, your markers are not good. And I want to put you on statins. And I just looked at her and I was like, I can't, I don't, I don't, we, me and drugs just are not a good match. I just don't like taking them. I don't really, you know, want to. And she just looked me in the eye and she said, you know, I said, I, I want six months, give me six months. And she goes, you can do whatever you want. It's your life. And I was like, that phrase just hit me. It was like, it's your life. It's your life. And, you know, knowing that my dad had died young at 53 and I was 47 and I was like, do I really only have six more years? Am I on that same trajectory? Because I, I was, I was really on that same trajectory that, you know, of health habits and and not exercising and not really appreciating, you know, the body that I'd been given, you know, so I didn't really do anything though. 
went home, got sick with pneumonia, spent a lot of time trying to get over that more than I should, more time than I should have needed to. Um, but I joined a gym in March of 2018. Uh, a good friend of mine, Bert um, Anderson said, you know, come join our gym. And my husband and I are like, fine, whatever. <laughs> you caught it in a weak moment. Let's do this, you know. And, uh, you know, really the rest is sort of history for me because I showed up, I worked hard. I kind of had this sense that like, this was it. Like I, I, if I can't make this work, then I don't know what else to do. I, right. I, I felt it was kind of my last, my last ditch effort. And I, I showed up, I worked hard in a year. I lost 50 pounds. I dropped 300 points off my triglycerides, which were off the charts. I lost two feet of inches uh, 30 inches total, 13 of it off my waist. I did a lot of really cool things. Um, I did an obstacle course. I did Tough Mudder. Um, you know, I, I, I was very, um, you know, active in all of the things that the gym was doing, you know, with their challenges and with other, with new friends that I had, new athletic friends. And I was just, I was having a good time. Um, and then COVID hit. Mm. And, you know, after a couple of months of not having the gym, we all decided we were going to start mountain biking, which I had done in my youth. And I was like, this is cool. We're going to go back at it. Um, so, you know, I started doing that pretty heavy in April of 2020. Um, in July, we went up to uh, Crosby, Minnesota, which is a mountain biking town, um, Cuyuna. And uh, I had a really bad accident. Um I lost consciousness. I broke a few ribs. I had some road rash, et cetera. But the worst of it was a C5, C6 brachial plexus hyperextension. And basically what that means is I couldn't use my arm or shoulder at all. I couldn't move my arm. I could move my fingers. So they knew I hadn't severed it. They said if I had had another millimeter of of extension, I likely would have been a quadriplegic. So I was very grateful and just the amount of gratitude that washed over me when I heard that was, was, was pretty significant. And I remember just, you know, praising God in the storm, if you will, just saying, you know, this is, this is, thank you. If I have to deal with this, that's fine. This is great. Mm. But the doctor told me it's a multi-year recovery recovery and, you know, you're never gonna recover fully. Um, so I basically listened to them. I went down to Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, and they told me pretty much the same thing. And, you know, I just, they just said, you're, you're too old. You're never going to regenerate those nerves. It takes a long time for nerves to regenerate and it's just, you know, not going to happen. But I, um, well, and I, I kind of want to pause here too, and just say that I, I, I cried for quite a bit of that post-accident time. I, it was just a dark time and it was just frustration and, the inability to get any sort of sleep. It was kind of like having a newborn, you know, where you just don't get a break. You just don't get a break from the pain. And, and so I just, you know, spent a lot of time sort of feeling sorry for myself. And, and I just, you know, it took me a while to figure out that God was really using this accident to not only draw me closer to him and to my family, but to also kind of prepare me for the journey that I had in front of me and that I, I needed to fight, you know, that I needed yeah. to, I needed to kind of, you know, close ranks, gather my, you know, my, my people and, and, and draw close to him and start, you know, figuring out what I needed to do to fight. And so I just, I woke up one day and I just, I don't know. I just was like, I'm not accepting it. I'm mm-hmm. just not, 
I don't believe them. I don't care what they, what they say. I just know, you know, we went through four years of infertility and they, we were told after a pretty extensive surgery on me that I would never have children. And I have two biological children. So I know <laughs> my God is bigger. God is good. Plant, and right? he's a lot bigger than doctors. Right. right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess I, I know that, you know, God has a plan and I'm going to just, you know, do what I can to not screw it up too bad all the time. And, um, but anyway, I could also had some feedback that I could see minimal improvement. You know, I started mm-hmm. to be able to move my arm. It was really slow, um, but it was enough that I knew I wasn't imagining it. And I just knew I was going to have to work my butt off and see what happened. And I certainly didn't have anything to lose. I mean, I right. went to physical therapy and learned what they knew and then went to the gym once they were open again and, you know, just tried to find that bleeding edge of good pain and bad pain and I really, I still remember the very first time I was able to raise my arm over my head without assistance. And I was pretty, I was pretty emotional and pretty happy. And, you know, that drove me to continue to seeing that success, but yeah. So 14 months later, um, I was able to do a personal best on a one-arm snatch, which is basically lifting a dumbbell from the ground <laughs> over the head. And, you know, before I was able to do 50 pounds and just, a couple of weeks ago, in fact, I put it on my Instagram, I lifted a 60 pound weight. So that's I, incredible. Yeah, I learned I I knew that, you know, it, my God's always right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if he if he puts it in my head that this is what I need to do, I you know, and I know and I trust that it's from him that I know that, uh, you know, God was using this in a big way, but I wasn't really quite understanding what that was yet. I just knew that, hey, I can use my arm again. This is great. Um, but what he really used it for, in my opinion, and, and you know, through much prayer and, and sort of asking for that uh, revelation is that I, I really feel like he used it to change my trajectory uh, in a different way. Hmm. Um, if I hadn't been in that accident, I'm not sure where I would be. I've done a lot of like big bouts of fitness and then fading away, big bouts right. of fitness and then fading away. And I've done a lot of that yo-yoing, as I mentioned. And so... I really feel like this was in this case with the accident, you know, I just don't know if I would have kept going, you know, if I, if I hadn't had the accident uh, with my fitness journey. And I, I feel like this time I was going to make it permanent, you know, I, and I, and how did I make it permanent? Well, <laughs> I decided to become a personal trainer. I, you know, I'd, I'd heard about the internship program at our gym. I'd seen a lot of interns come in and over the years that I'd been going there and I never saw myself as a great fit for, you know, obvious reasons in my mind anyway. Um, you know, I had a full-time job. I thought it was for young people who were going to make their career in the fitness industry. And, you know, here I am 50 plus years old and, you know, I have a family and full-time worker and I just, I don't know. I just didn't think I was personal trainer quote unquote material. And, and also I, I wasn't where I wanted to be in my fitness journey. So possibly, you know, go on to help, you know, I didn't want to be embarrassed or have like, why would somebody hire an overweight trainer? Like, that's ridiculous. You know, I just didn't really feel like I belonged there, but Mm. again, you know, man, the Lord nudged me in such a huge way in that. And I just, it can be really loud if you're listening (laughs) sometimes. And so I just felt like kicking and screaming. I filled out that application. I mean, I was just like, are you 
are you for real? Am I really doing? And, you know, I asked Luke and Nicole own the snap fitness that I go to and they have such a great community there and I owe so much to them, but I talked to Nicole and like, do you really feel like I'm good for this role? Mm-hmm. You, and she just looked at me and she's like, I wouldn't have even suggested it if I didn't think you were going to be good for it, you know? And so that gave me a little bit of courage too. And I think a lot of times in our lives, when we have big decisions that we make, getting married, having kids, whatever those big decisions are, you have no freaking clue what you're getting yourself into. Right. right? Before and you and walk thank, through it. Thank the Lord. Right. Because yes. otherwise we wouldn't even do half the things we do. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm pretty sure I would have chickened out completely if I had any idea. Um, the, te- the NASM test was extraordinarily difficult. Um, wow. I have a, I have a master's degree and I will put that to the test against the NASM any day of the week. It's, it's a tough test. Wow. Uh, but I also had been out of academics for 20 plus years. So there was that too. But anyway, I completed the internship, uh, passed my test um, and started working for Luke and Nicole at Snap Fitness in Rogers, Minnesota as a results coach, which by the way, I just love that title because it's not personal trainer. It's, it's results. Results. I love that. It's not just about your exercise and your nutrition. It's, you know, the whole person. And I just love that, that, that that's how they approach it. But something super amazing happened. I started getting clients almost immediately. And I mean, people trust me. They talk to me about their goals and their hopes and their fears. And I don't know. I just, I love it so much. It's just such a joy. And I, I just love working. Um, it's called fit club, which is a part of snap fitness and that's who I work with So if they're, um, personal training or they go to our group fitness classes, then we call them fit club clients. And I just think that it's amazing. And I, I realize that I can offer something really unique because of the fact that I'm not there yet. I understand their frustrations because I share them. They're mine too. And in a very real way. And so I just, you know, I cheer for them. I, I push them, I set new goals with them and I make progress with them. And I'm truly honored. Really. Every time I meet with a client, I am doing part of what I really feel like God has called me to do. And it's such a gift. That's such a gift. And I'm, I'm just grateful and humbled um, that it came at a time in my life when my, you know, my kids don't need me as much anymore. And Mm -hmm. They need me, you know, they still need me, I hope a little bit, um, right. you know, but I, I, I am strong. I'm not skinny. Um, but I, I love my clients fiercely. And I, I think one of the things that I just want to, you know, kind of wrap it up with is to say that, you know, our health is the biggest gift that we give to ourselves uh-huh. and to our families and to our children. And it's the biggest legacy you leave for them to take care of themselves And if I could go a little bit back further in time, it's the thing that I probably regret more that I didn't impart that onto them in a timely manner. I'm working on it now and they're listening and they see me. Your kids see you, whatever you do, they they are watching. If they're six months or 66 years, they're watching you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just, I guess my goal is just to, Make people understand that the gym is for everyone. It's you belong in there as much as anyone. It's not just for fit people or young people or healthy people. 
And I enjoy helping people feel comfortable there. Uh, it's what I want to do. And Fit Club is, I'm very biased about my gym, but that's the community that they've built. And that is their mission because their 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 mission statement is, we believe in people until they believe in themselves. Wow. Mm. And I feel so strongly about that. And they're they're also both very strong Christians. And I think, you know, that's, a big part of why we've stayed a uh, little over five years now we've been there. And I am very grateful. Um, I tell Luke <laughs> regularly that he saved my life. Wow. And he'll, he'll deflect it upwards. Right. But I really feel strongly that we need to be better about making our health and wellness a priority. So just do it, just get, get whatever you need to get support system wise. And, I do coach virtually too, but find a community that's near you and you don't have to come see me for it by any means, but snap fitness and Rogers and Elk river are definitely my, my passion. So I absolutely love that you shared where you're at. And I think too, you know, I, gosh, there's so much in your story and (laughs) I wish we could like stop at each piece, but I just wanted all of it to get out. And I wanted people, especially the ladies that listen to this show, to understand that it it isn't ever too late to start. And yep. then also Absolutely. how I do believe that we're starving for re- relatability, right? Yes. Especially with women. Yes. And I, yeah. and, and, you know, if God calls you to it, Sally you better, is gonna you better do it, it yeah. and you better do it. <laughs> And I just, I, that is just such a passion here on reps and redemption because we're talking about one rep at a time. So whether that's, you know, focusing on your nutrition or hitting the gym one time a week, even if it's just once to to get going or, you know, one mile walk a day, however you can start because, um, you know, I heard this recently, it's, it can be, and probably is to the joy of the enemy that we don't prioritize. Absolutely. And your story, I I see how, you know, you started with, you know, at 2006, in 2016, you were the heaviest you've ever been. And your doctor was like letting you know, like things really need to change. You need to do something. It's your life. And then it finally clicked like, wait a second, like nobody else is responsible for any of this except me. And it's, it's like such a hard reality because especially as moms who are, you know, we're tired a lot and we have Mm -hmm. a lot on our plate and we can be like, well, the kids needed me, the house is a mess and we can have all these, you know, excuses to not focus on our God. Well, and they're really good. They're really good excuses. I mean, they are, they're valid, they're worthy, they're worthy (laughs) pursuits, but but so are you. Exactly. And you said before we started, um, you know, that this was for you, um, it was a good heart. Yeah. Good heart. I wrote that down because I was yep. like, share that. Yep. I, I, and I, and you know what, it still is. There's times when I, when I want to, you know, we have a saying that we put on one of our t-shirts for one of our challenges that's, that says, uh, the heaviest weight at the gym is the front door. Mm. Right. So there are times when that front, just getting to that front door is the win, right. Or getting your shoes on to go for a walk is the win. And then there's days where you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm really excited about my walk or I'm really excited about my workout, but there's always going to be days when you don't feel like doing it. 
And just the phrase up in my gym today is you're always one workout away from a good mood. Oh, so perfect. Right. <laughs> and I, and I do believe that the habit creates the discipline and yes, the habit and the discipline outweigh motivation a hundred percent. Yeah. Don't because... wait for motivation because that that's completely unreliable and not a good way to even approach. Exactly. <laughs> I think I, the last time I felt motivated was in the second trimester when I got a burst of energy and that was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, you I know, was looking for, a, I was looking for a Bible verse, but there is actually a Bible verse that talks about, um, character, um, producing character. Oh, if I find it, you might need to edit this part out, but no, it's, I know I which one you're talking about. Um, it's, it was about it's Romans. Yeah. It's in Romans oh, here it is. and it's about, you go ahead and read it. I found it. It's, it's Romans five verse Three, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character hope. So that's a big thing when sometimes when I'm struggling that and and during my accident, you know, I knew that, um, you know, not only was God going to use that because he promises that, but also I knew that this was going to form my character and also give me hope. And that's probably the biggest theme of my fitness journey is hope. Because if you do not feel hope, you're not going to do it. Yeah. Right. And, and the hope might not be weight loss. The hope might not be muscle gain. The hope might be mental health or being a better mom or having a, a better night's sleep when you are able to get some sleep. Um, there's all kinds of reasons and, and lots and lots of literature about why exercise and, and your physical health are, are uh, so important and, and how, why good nutrition is so important. It's not just about the, you know, I don't work out to be skinny. I don't work out to fit into a pair of jeans. I'm 52 years old. I work out to make sure that I can be around and be mobile. You know, mm -hmm. I want to be here for my grandkids and my great grandkids even. Um, and I want to be healthy as long as I can. And it starts when you're young. Don't wait till you're in your fifties to do it. Cause it's so much harder. Do it in your twenties or your thirties or do it in your forties, fifties, sixties, seventies. I have new clients right now that are in their seventies. And her, the, the mom, the, the wife says, I want to walk into the house and have my daughter go, Whoa, look at how strong you look. That's her goal. I love that. <laughs> that is her go. And you are a results coach. So <laughs> <laughs> you need I to come back wait. and let me know. Tell. Yes. Yes, I will. For sure. Well, and I love, I love again, how you said, you know, and sharing this with the audiences, it is your life. It is our life. Yeah. And I don't believe that we should compare our health to the, a number on a scale. I, I do believe it should, should come from, you know, are we pushing ourselves? Are we working? Are we sweating? Yes. Are we do we feel strong? Are we progressing, progressively overloading, yes, you know, our muscles? Exactly. And, exactly. And inevitably, like you said, then in, in one year you lost 50 pounds. Inevitably, results will come in some way, shape, or form. And maybe first it is mental clarity. And maybe right. first it is, you know, a good mood <laughs> before right. any right. of the weight drops. But if we are focusing on our 
health as a whole, like our soul, our mind, body, soul, our yeah. faith. We're we're bound to, I believe, want to take care of our health because yeah. it's just like a natural response in, you know, our bodies as temples. Would you yep. agree? Yeah, agree. Agree. And it's it's that sort of almost the leap of faith, knowing that, you know, the things that we do are will be rewarded, you know, however that is. So, well, we are getting close to having to wrap up. So I am going to ask Sally to just, you know, speak out your like social handles or wherever you're at, and then I'll throw them in the show notes. So if anyone wants to catch up with her where she's at, (laughs) go ahead and I'll make sure I put this in the show notes. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not sure I can like rattle off the website, but, um, we are snap fitness in Rogers, Minnesota. Um, my, um, Instagram is just salgal71. Again, that'll be in the the show notes. You can see my 60 pound snatch in there if you want, because I think nice. that's, um, <laughs> but uh, otherwise my email, uh, which you can use anytime is sally.fitclub at gmail.com. So I'll, I'll, we'll put that in the show notes so that you have it, but but yeah, I and I, you know, reach out to me for whatever. I mean, I if, you know, obviously if you don't live in near Rogers or Elk River, Minnesota, um, probably can't train you in person, but I do have people that come. Um, I, I work at a veterans foundation as well, and they do come quite a ways to nice. not, not just with me, but with the other trainers that work there too. So um, if you're a veteran that uh, Magnus veterans foundation, you can find me there too. I'll be there. I'm there on Thursday nights, but, um, but you know, otherwise um, we do do virtual coaching through snap fitness really too. Cool. Yeah. I've seen people at my gym with their computer out and their virtual coach yep. on there. Yep. So I always thought that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, and we, we have an app. I mean, yeah. everybody has an app, but so, right. you know, we have an app and but we load all the workouts in there so you can watch the videos while you do it. And it's pretty slick. So awesome. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much for sharing Sally and remember what Sally said a few minutes ago, because I don't want my, my audience. Um, I don't want you ladies to forget <laughs> but our health is a legacy. Yes. Thanks for having me, Ashley. Appreciate it. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you would leave a podcast review on your listening app of choice. Remember, the content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or health condition. Remember, be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.